receptions. Welcome to the war room with Owen Schroyer. Dennis Evans is with us at Condemned USA, condemnedusa.com, and it's American patriots. It's Donald Trump. It's himself. It's me. We've been condemned by the most corrupt regime, the Biden administration, in American history. Uh, you know, Trennis, I go on a bit of a rant there in the last segment. It's all I can do to control myself. But really, they say no one's above the law. No, it's pretty clear. It's pretty clear that there are certain people that are above the law. And and I don't know if you saw this story recently. I believe it was a week or two ago. I keep forgetting the name of it. I think it was the um, Nauberg case or something. Guys, try to save me here from embarrassing myself. But there were four individuals that got entrapped by the FBI, and a judge just cleared all their cases and released them from the jail. And then the judge escoriated the federal government and said the federal government should not be allowed to run these entrapment schemes. Nobody who gets caught up in an entrapment scheme of the FBI should ever face prison time. And and I think that ultimately that needs to be a precedent and then it needs to be applied towards January 6th as well. Oh, and so think about this. Entrapment, estoppel, First Amendment arguments, they're all precluded in all January 6th cases. You're not allowed to raise this argument. If you're not allowed to raise the argument, then you have nothing to go on an appeal. So you have this opportunity presented to you like these fellas are the individuals you just spoke of. But you talked about injustice and being above the law before we went to break. And I want to bring something up if you don't mind. Let me, Owen, you're on federal probation like I am. And I'm pretty sure you read that paperwork carefully because like you, I don't want to go to jail either. Interestingly enough, I was told that on probation that I had to communicate any contact with law enforcement. That means if you get a jaywalking ticket or anything else. Or, or just you well, get pulled over for a traffic stop. That's right. It doesn't matter. Whatever it is, you don't even just, just, just communication with law enforcement. And then they see you're on probation and they give you the full frisk and car search treatment. Well, the good news is I think here that people are waking up to this and they're starting to see this J6 thing. When they see those little red dot, you know, red line come across showing you as a terrorist, as Ryan Zink exposed that that's not exactly that these people have lost all faith in that that you know sheriffs and uh policemen around the country are starting to recognize the problem but when i in march of this year owen and you know if i'm lying i'm going to be in trouble right you know how it works in march of this year the fbi tried to give me a job they offered me to work for them they didn't say specifically to do what but they offered payments of up to thirty thousand dollars and they talked about monthly payments now, let me ask you this question. When you're told, read between the lines that you need to know what's good for you and your family, we can help you avoid future prosecution. We can help you out with this, Mr. Evans. I'm the good guys. Just work for us and help us out. Don't tell the judge. Don't tell your lawyer and don't tell your probation officer. Hmm, I don't know if that was entrapment to try and lay something on me then. And I'm sitting here back here going, I'm scared. Like, I don't, what are you going to do? Like, I've been told by the FBI now that I better work for them. So needless to say, I immediately put it on the record. I contacted my probation officer. I contacted my attorney, and we contacted the judge. We filed a motion putting all this on the record. In April, you can read this. You know how to use PACER. In April, the federal judge said, oh, wait a minute. You guys have opened an investigation into this matter. Well, that's fantastic. So apparently the DOJ is investigating the DOJ about what they did illegally trying to get me to do something, coerce me to break the law yet again, which I refused to do and exposed it to the judge and, the, and everyone that I should have exposed it to. And yet they opened that investigation in April and we're, in, we're going to be in February tomorrow. 
and nobody's ever talked to me. Last time I checked, when you investigate something, you talk to the two parties. The DOJ, let me give you another one, Owen. You're not going to believe this one. You can read it on the record as well. On my court case, it was sealed for a long time. It's all open now. The DOJ covered up for 15 months that I captured a federal human trafficking fugitive in the state of Texas, in San Antonio, Texas, while I was on pretrial release. And then when they got caught by the judge, they then called me a vigilante. This wasn't me rolling over on my buddies or telling somebody something I knew about. A federal human trafficking fugitive escaped from prison. They put it out on the news. I brought the person to justice and they lied and called me a vigilante. I did this while coordinating it with the FBI and the U.S. Marshals. Hold on a second. I'm, I'm, I'm at a loss here. We got a short break. Come back and finish this story. But I mean, yeah, I mean, you bring in a human smuggler, a human trafficker, that's a crime against the Democrat Party. I mean, you're directly hurting their business here. The enemies of humanity have been very good at dividing and conquering us. But if we simply start thinking about things according to the definition of is it pro-human or is it anti-human, we start to win. And that's why I had the idea for Team Humanity. I brought it up to Elon Musk. He loved the idea. What would you call the debate and discussion about a pro-human future? Just Team Humanity? Yeah, Team Humanity. Absolutely. And so we have the t-shirt. Team Humanity with a nuclear family standing against the globalist. This shirt is a great conversation starter, but it also is a fundraiser to keep InfoWars on the air so we can promote and support Team Humanity. I want to thank you all for your past support, but I want to encourage you all now to understand that this is a revolution against the globalists, and it is so critical now to signal the fact that you are part of Team Humanity. We're told humans are the problem. We're told we're killing the Earth. We're told all this garbage so we hate ourselves and stand down and roll over and die. We're not going to do that. Get your Team Humanity shirts now at InfoWarsStore.com, and I thank you all for your support. I want him found. Not tomorrow, not after breakfast, now. Yes, sir. Well. Well, what? Man up and vanished like a fart in the wind. Nothing left but damn rocks on the windowsill. And that cupcake on the wall. What say there, fuzzy bridges? This is a conspiracy. That's what this is. One big damn conspiracy. And everyone's in on it. Unveiling the truth behind the globalist curtain. Welcome to the war room. Trinus Evans is my guest from Condemned USA, and I'm trying to figure this out. Trinus, the federal government is upset with you. The court system is obsessed, upset with you because you brought in a fugitive. You 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 brought in a, a, a known fugitive, and somehow this was a crime by you. I, I'm sorry. I, I just uh, get 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 me to better understand this. Well, Owen, you know we met a long time ago at an event. Um, and I'm trying to explain this as best I can. The federal government, there's no question about it. Again, they put it on TV. The Bureau of Prisons said that there was an escaped fugitive that escaped from prison for human trafficking. We got in touch with this person. I can't say how, it's a long story, but I was able to make contact with this individual. The individual, I got to come to a certain location. Wow. 
At that point, the fugitive was captured because I had worked this out and coordinated with the FBI and the U.S. Marshals. Then they covered it up as if it never happened. Oh, and I think, you know, they normally give you credit for doing something like this, right? You usually get a medal or, you know, the city recognition or what have you. But no, not in my case. I was a, a January 6th terrorist that was guilty of saying, don't harm the building, don't, you know, don't harm the police, don't damage the building. Oh, you, the didn't, you didn't commit so, the crime of chanting USA? Oh, wow. I mean, good thing for oh, you. I actually, oh, and you got to watch the videos. I actually led the national anthem inside the building. So that oh, was boy. my big crime. They oh, probably no. really hated no, that. No. And the Pledge of Allegiance. Too oh, that's a moment, double right? homicide to the Democrats. Yeah. Anyway, so after capturing the fugitive, so my attorney and I, Steve Metcalf, were communicating with the government saying, hey, you need to put this on the record. You need to put this out. And they refused. And they kept refusing. And then they said it never happened. And then they called me a liar in court. The judge was pretty baffled by all this. And we got it straightened out finally. They sent an email at 8.05 in the morning, the morning before my sentencing, admitting that they had held this information that had been in their possession for 15 months before I was sentenced. When we went into court, the judge was a little concerned about this. I wait a minute, you mean to tell me that this is true, what this man has been saying all this time? You've been calling him a liar. I've been cautioning him about being a liar. You mean to tell me this is actually a true story? that this guy's stuck it too. And I've been very concerned about Mr. Evans saying these things because I could be in a lot of trouble for lying to a federal judge. And they had to come clean and admit, well, yes, Mr. Evans may have done this. We're not disputing it. They didn't actually say I did it and give me credit. They said, we're not gonna dispute that this happened. And we did get information that Mr. Evans wasn't uh, somehow involved in this fugitive capture. But still, we don't need vigilantes. They called me a vigilante. This was the words of Francesco Valentini, what a wonderful individual he is. Francesco Valentini made the statement to the judge, we don't need vigilantes like Mr. Evans running the streets. And the judge quickly responded, isn't this what you wanted when you say, said, contact us if you have information? And the man did that, and then the person was arrested, and now you're calling him a vigilante? Yeah, like you, you put out a bolo, you put out a bolo or you put out a reward, it's like that's the whole purpose. I didn't want the reward. I didn't want any money. I just wanted my name cleared on this January 6th stuff. I wanted the truth to be told. Then the FBI did this nonsense to me. This is in March of 2023, Owen. March of 2023. Well, he told this story a couple of times. I told it on stage with Tom Holman just the other day, and his mouth was hanging open. And the FBI came to me this March of 2023 when I went to pick up my property. Finally, I had finished my prison sentence. I'd finished all my stuff. I'd paid all my restitution. And all I wanted to do was collect my electronics back, my computers, my phones, and so forth. And when I got there, they sat me down, and we had a conversation, and the guy's slowly filling out the paperwork. I needed to use the restroom. Then they walked me further, deeper into the building, as the government likes to say, so deep as into the building that I had no exterior windows or doors, and sat me down in a room and talked to me about what I needed to do for them. I made all these offers and then told me not to tell the judge, not to tell probation, and not to tell my lawyer. That's illegal. What they did was illegal. And it's very disturbing because I now wonder, what's the next shoe to drop? What are they going to do? They're obviously yeah. not done. Well, see, me. but that's the realization that, that many people, uh, fortunately, most people haven't had to directly go through. You have, I have, um, more people every day are, are, are going through this. And every day that passes and the real criminals aren't brought to justice, the numbers will increase, but you know, that's kind of the ultimate, I, I kind of compare it to being in the twilight zone, but really it's much more of a nightmare 
when you're in or you're on the wrong side of that courtroom and you realize justice was never part of the equation and the real criminals are going to be able to do whatever they want to you. And so it's it's a real lonely, sinking feeling to be actually experiencing that. And there, there's really no way to put it into words. I mean, I, I try my best right here in this segment. You can try your best too, but that's what it is. It's a very sinking, lonesome feeling when you realize, wow, the criminals are really running the show and justice was never part of the equation here. Oh, and I, I know, look, I, there's thousands of people around this country that had looked over their shoulder, waited for that knock at the door, felt it coming, had never been in any real, any trouble, no criminal history, and they've experienced that. What about the thousands more that are wondering every day if that knock in the door is coming, that have been looking over their shoulder for three straight years? Oh, and I'm going to give you one more. You're not going to believe this. I know that it's a little bit much, probably. The federal government attempted to entrap me. They had a man communicate with me after January 6th for months, two months, trying to get me to drive a truckload of ammunition to New York and then to go to Michigan. Whatever the hell that was about, I don't know. All I know is that my attorney, I was calling and saying, look, I want nothing to do with this. She reported this crime to the FBI. The FBI then communicated with me. Shortly after we got in touch with them and explained this all to them, guess what happened? I got rest arrested for January 6th, on March 4th of 2021. After being arrested, they claimed to have opened an investigation into this matter, and we never heard anything more about it. Heard from the New York field office, and nobody ever talked to us again. Let me explain to you how screwed up this system is. The federal government, I captured a fugitive. While on pretrial release, for what should it be a misdemeanor trespassing, really, in all, in all reality, or whatever uh, misdemeanor it is. The federal government did exactly that, what I told you they did. They lied to the judge, they lied to the court. Nobody's in trouble. No one's been arrested. There's no jail sentence has been handed out. They tried to entrap me in another deal. And Owen, after this show, I'll show you who this individual is. And I think we'll have to be back and talk about that. But let me tell you, tell you this. Then they come to me and try and force me at, to work for them by coercion while I, and putting me in a position asking me to do what's illegal. And I speak out against it and they go immediately to the court. Did you hear the judge order? Hey, where's the marshals on this? We need we have a report. Who's reported this crime anywhere? Where's the report of the crime? But when we FOIA the information, they say it's a matter of ongoing investigation. How long is it going to be ongoing until the statutes run out on it? until there's a new, uh, until there's a regime change. How is that working, Owen? Think about the millions of Americans. How many other people did they do to us, do this too, and did they succeed? Did they get them to flip? Did they scare them into doing their bidding? Is this how these entrapment things work? Well, we Very know fast. we know that they run these things. They've been caught. They got caught in Michigan. They've been caught multiple times. And and when there's a when there's a jury of our peers, you know, Americans that aren't completely brainwashed and, and duped, then they find the right uh, verdict like they did in Michigan and in other cases. And then the judge says, you know, you shouldn't be allowed to do this, FBI agents. You shouldn't be allowed to run these entrapment schemes. And then you walk away from the crime. And then these people that otherwise would be innocent, uh, they have their entire lives ruined. And so this is the sad state of affairs. And, um, you know, there, there's more examples of this I'm going to get into. But, uh, Trennis, what, what is the best place for people to... Uh, to learn more about kind of the abuse that the January 6th defendants and the people that are still incarcerated 
are dealing with? Because I know Condemned is trying to do some work to uh, to raise that awareness and, and get them taken care of. Yeah, so not only that, Owen, just so you know, we, we have covered the legal fees for a lot of the uh, defendants, including Proud Boys and Oath Keepers, and we're taking on more people every day and doing the best we can. I do not get paid from Condemned USA. I did this because of what they've done to me. This is my retribution act. I will do this for as long as I can stand to do it. I've been at it for three straight years. I know what they're about. I know what the game is. The jig is up. And I'm coming for them in the courts of law, and I'm coming for them in Congress, and I'm testifying. There's things coming up that I don't think are going to be very uncomfortable. But at condemnedusa.com, you can find us. You can support us. Follow me on Twitter. See the work there. We're putting things out regularly. I don't put all my casework there. The efforts that we do are in the Supreme Court. The efforts that we're doing are happening in change of venue work like we're doing on the A.J. Fisher case. I urge you to read that. No one's ever seen or read anything like that in the world of change of venue because we have used the left's own words and arguments and teachings about implicit bias against them. So they either have to argue their foundational principles of a DEI against themselves, and they chose not to. We've used the idea that the judges and the citizens of D.C. are victims under A.G. Racine. There's so many wonderful things happening in this effort, and I would like for the American people to not only be aware of it, but join in the effort, help us with what we're doing, fund this. If I had a bucket full of money, I'm going to tell you I'd have a whole bunch of Democrat Party kills and, in, and these nonsensical organizations like Crew and Shut Down D.C. tied up in a conspiracy case so fast it'd make your head spin. Yeah, I mean, what's essentially happening is the Democrats have hostages right here in America. The Democrats have political hostages. Trennis, thank you so much for your time today. Keep up the great work and um, uh, just just keep pressing against the corrupt establishment. Believe me, uh, I, I know the battle and I know uh, the uh, the the headache that it is, to say the least. Trennis Evans, thank you so much. All right, ladies and gentlemen, now everything we do here is possible, including our great guests, thanks to your support at InfoWarsStore.com. And, of course, during these winter months, you might not be getting the sun that you need. In other words, the vitamin D that you need. That's why they call it the flu season. That's why they call it the cold season. So you need some more vitamin D. We've got the solution. InfoWarsStore.com. Winter Sun Plus Liquid Vitamin D3 Tincture goes under the tongue for easy absorption. And that is 40% off right now at InfoWarsStore.com. Or for the kids or yourself, the Vitamin D3 Gummies. Also, the vitamin D3 gummies, good making sure you get the vitamin D that you need in these winter months to boost your immune system and not get that, clue, uh, that, that flu or that cold that's been going around. But for your kids, I'm telling you, you put two of these gummies out on the counter every morning, they're going to think you're the coolest parent ever for letting them eat gummies for breakfast. But little do they know that you're actually giving them a vitamin that will help protect their immune system during these winter months. Infowarsstore.com, both of those vitamin D supplements are 40% off. Just part of the sales we have going right now at Infowarsstore.com. And it's your support there that keeps us on the air. All right. All right. We've still got a lot more to cover here. Let's give a, a little buffer before we move on, here's uh, one of the true geniuses of Congress, truly a genius, Alexandra Ocasio-Cortez. And, and the funny thing is they actually do think that this is brilliant here. They, they actually, somebody wrote this down or she, she thought this up and thought, man, I'm, I am a genius and I'm going to say this in front of Congress and I'm going to look like the smartest woman in the room. <laughs> 
Well, you you be the judge here. See if you can make sense of uh, what she's trying to communicate in clip four. We've seen not just in the Bronx, but across the country, we saw admissions, uh, mental health admissions of children uh, that that were highly disruptive. Their ability to be healthy is what can determine whether they show up to school and how well they do in school. On top of that, when we talk about social issues and when people want to critique social inclusion in schools, housing, as you mentioned, is a core underlying factor in how well someone does in school. If you don't have a home or, or a bed to lay your head on, how are you going to perform well in school? And when we talk about inclusion and those issues, one of the highest rates of childhood homelessness and one of the highest contributors and factors is if they're LGBT. Because if they go home to a place that will kick them out of their house because they are gay or trans or queer, how can we imagine them, them doing out. well in school? And so if school isn't safe for them, if home isn't safe for them, and if we, if we allow our, a culture that continues to marginalize LGBT people to the point that their existence can't even be affirmed in school, how can we expect them to do well? And with that, I yield back. Well, Thank you. The chair well, now recognizes Mr. Burleson. I'll tell you, th this is truly some of the most incredible stuff. So... I just, it's, it's honestly, it's so stupefying. You're kind of like paralyzed. Like what? The Democrats have done everything to make sure that the sexual indoctrination of children is going on at the schools. They've made sure of it. They're obsessed with teaching your kids about sex. They're obsessed with finding out about your kids' sex lives. They're obsessed with it. They're obsessed with it. And then she, she goes on this diatribe about it. But, of course, the irony here, again, is she says children are being kicked out of their homes for, for LGBTQ leanings or, or whatever it is. Um, I, don't, I don't know if I've ever heard of anything like that. What I heard is that Child Protective Services are taking children from their parents' homes if the parents don't want them to go to a doctor to mangle their genitals or chop off their breasts. And that's because of Democrats. But okay, uh, aside from trying to make sense of that, that raving and ranting of a lunatic woman, why are Democrats so obsessed with your children's sex lives and why do they want to be a part of it? And here's an MSNBC story because they really hate libs of TikTok. Libs of TikTok founder is literally the last person who should be on a library board. So the, the Libs of TikTok creator, Shia Rychik, is trying to become a part of a, a library board, or, or I guess she got a part of a library board in Oklahoma. And this drives them nuts. Now now think about this. Literally, they say they say this this nice lady, Shia Rychik, this this nice lady who runs this world famous now libs of tiktok account is literally the last person who should be on a library board and 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 here's the thing representative mickey dollins democrat from oklahoma he means it i i bet you mickey dollins means that he would probably rather have a pedophile on the library board than libs of tiktok he would probably rather have a sex abuser a kitty diddler 
a, a transgender demon freak drag show stripper on the library board than Shia Rychik. I bet he actually means that. I bet he actually means literally he would rather have pedophiles than this nice lady that runs the Libs of TikTok account. But why do they hate her so much? Here's an example of, of what she does. Diversity, equity, and inclusion chief for Austin Parks and Recreation Department is holding racially segregated meetings. Isn't that something? The black-only meetings offers black employees to learn about mentoring and job opportunities. The white employee meeting is a struggle session where they discuss their racism and hold each other accountable. And she just publishes. These are, these are public documents. Okay. She just publishes their public documents. Anybody can go on online and, and find this. And and then and then publishes the individuals that run them. All all public information here. Nothing, nothing secret, nothing hacked or leaked, all public information. And then they get mad at her for it. Well, how do you explain that? How do you explain that? All these, all these psychotic leftists and liberals all this stuff is public information the drag queen story time the the teaching minors how to use dildos the wanting to chop off little boys penises and little girls breasts they brag about it on tiktok they brag about it on twitter they brag about it on youtube they have the san francisco men's choir talk about how they want to make your children gay it's all public so why do they hate her so much because the whole agenda here is to target this propaganda at the children or at the leftist parents that would be psychotic enough to introduce this to their children. But when Libs of TikTok shows it to the general public that isn't psychotic, when Libs of TikTok shows it to the average American that isn't sympathetic to child abuse and to pedophiles, they go crazy. They don't want the average American to know how racist they are. They don't want the average American to know how they want to sexualize your children. They only want the parents that are into that and the children to be exposed to it. But when the general population, when the average American sees what the left is up to, they're not supposed to. See, the, the, the secret about Fight Club is you don't talk about Fight Club. The secret about liberals wanting to talk about sex to your children is you don't let other parents know that you want to talk to their children about sex. But Libs of TikTok doesn't play by the rules. She lets everybody know about Fight Club. She posts publicly about Fight Club. So she shows, hey, here's the literature where teachers want to show your kids how to use sex toys. Here's the literature where the school curriculum now wants to have your children indoctrinated sexually before they even hit puberty. Here's the literature where they put into their parks and rec department that white people are racist and only black people should get jobs. And it's all public information. And that drives them crazy. Because how can the American left have the moral high ground? If they want to sexualize children, if they want to sexually indoctrinate children, if they want to have racist meetings, how can they have the moral high ground? Well, they can't. And that's the problem. 
the only way the American left is able to get away with any of the garbage it pulls and the only way it's able to pull in most of the people that vote Democrat is because they pose themselves as having the moral high ground. Of course, it's synthetic, but that's what they do. They operate like they're the moral high ground holders. They're the anti-racists. They're the LGBTQ plus gay rights defenders. But then when you see what it's really all about, oh, you mean the leftists' anti-racism is actually racism? Oh, you mean the left's LGBTQ plus thing is they just want to talk to your kids about sex and show them how to use sex toys before they even hit puberty in the classroom with the literature? That's what that's about? And then when you strip away the left's moral high ground that it never actually had, they have nothing to stand on anymore, and they're left there holding their children's pornography books and holding their racist annual meetings. They don't like being exposed like that, do they? Well, well, nitric oxide is a key. It's made by our own bodies again. It's made by L-citrulline and, and L-arginine, the amino acids. So we're fed. You can, you can get it from beet powder and other things. The nitric oxide relaxes the endothelium, the vasculature. It relaxes the vein. It's a natural blood pressure. In fact, I use the two, your InfoWars. I keep that on my shelf. And I feed myself the Cardio Miracle, which is just for straight food. It's a different formulation than that one in the two together are a one-two punch so you get in your food the ability to make what you need and no more that was dr judy mikovitz top research scientist without me even asking her telling everybody how incredible this product is and it's finally back in stock nitric boost is 40 percent off at infowarstore.com and it doesn't just have the vasodilation opening up your arteries and your veins to clean things out it does so many incredible things god gave us this compound so many of the big things you see out there promoted in the media are based on the natural ingredients that are already in this product. So get your amazing nitric boost today at InfoWarsTour.com. You need to experience the health, the vitality, the stamina, the libido, everything that comes with nitric boost. You've looked at our formula, you, you like it? I did and I do, yes. Well, I, I'm not a scientist like you. What is? What do these compounds do creating nitrous oxide? What does it do? Um, it relaxes the vasculature. So the clot will go through and not restrict. It allows it to relax. It lowers the blood pressure. It has the uh, toxic um, synthetic lipid nanoparticles similar to the one in the COVID shot. Prior to the COVID shot, the deadliest vaccine, we saw athletes dropping dead on the field, um, passing out, falling down, all the things. Yeah, why is it particularly the athletes? Um, because they operate at oxygen max um, capacity max. They're, they're operating at such a high level in their mitochondria. This is an energy production, oxygen um, necessary disease. Um, so they create, they, that's what they're finding. They turbocharge the blood clots. Yep. And ischemia, lack of oxygen. So constricted blood vessels, too, because athletes are running, they're constricted, they're, they're working so that the blood flows and it doesn't flow, which is why your nitric oxide um, product, that new products, I hope you'll show it because that's a very important thing to have for acute events, be, uh, dissolve under the tongue, give you an...
instant relaxing of your endothelium, your vasculature. Nitric Boost, exclusively available, 40% off right now, in stock, ready to ship. Nitric Boost, InfoWarsStore.com. Try it, support the InfoWar, it's a 360 win. Real death is shutting off the economy. The bureaucrats and the corporations control the economy. As they vertically integrate the economy and consolidate power, they murder people in mass. And Elon Musk has warned them that if you destroy civilization, you won't be able to have certain redoubts of it and certain city-states that still have it, the Hunger Games model. It will destroy the elite as well. And anybody that studies history and has common sense knows that. The wars that are going to come out of the starvation and the inflation are being blamed on global warming. The viruses that come out of the labs are being blamed on global warming. The third world hordes being organized by the UN to invade are being blamed on global warming. The mass starvation is blamed on the virus. And everywhere we're told it's going to get worse. Billions are coming, Al Gore and Bill Clinton and Hillary Clinton and the Rothschilds and the and, and Davos group and Bill Gates and Klaus Schwab and Yuval Noah Harari say billions are coming to Europe. A billion are coming to the U.S. because of climate change. No, because you cut their economy off because the IMF and World Bank controls the loans and ordered lockdowns. If you are receiving this transmission, you are the resistance. Making talk radio great again. It's The War Room with Owen Schroyer. Watch the live stream at band.video. Again, though, with the two-tiered justice system. <laughs> oh, brother. Remember the uh, veteran who's going to be running for office who beheaded the satanic statue at the Iowa Capitol? Remember him? Well, he's going to be charged for a hate crime. Christian veteran who beheaded satanic statue at Iowa Capitol charged with hate crime. Michael Cassidy has been charged with a hate crime for beheading a statue of Satan at the Iowa Capitol. Cassidy drove up to Iowa after the satanic display was erected in the state capitol and took it down. He will be arraigned on February 15th. Polk County prosecutors. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. That's uh, Des Moines. Charged Cassidy with felony third-degree criminal mischief, saying that he acted in violation of individual rights under Iowa's hate crime statute, say the Des Moines Register. Cassidy had been charged with a misdemeanor fourth-degree criminal mischief the day after beheading, but had been informed that he may be liable for further charges. Spokesman for the Polk County Attorney's Office, Lynn Hicks, said that Quote, evidence shows the defendant made statements to law enforcement and the public indicating he destroyed the property because of the victim's religion. This is what resulted in the hate crimes charge. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Now look, perhaps some charge, maybe destruction of property, 
I, I, I suppose, but it just shows you there's no justice. Justice is dead in this country, folks. Justice is dead in the United States of America. That's not justice, a hate crime, a satanic statue. Why are we even taking this stuff seriously? Have we no conscience? Have we no soul? Can we not just be serious? Can we not just be adults? Oh, yeah, I guess so. Well, your satanic religion, it gets rights too, so you get to have a satanic statue in the Capitol. Yep, and we're going to protect you, and it's going to be a hate crime. It's like a setup, though. It's like a trap. So now what do you think is going to happen? Satanists are going to erect Satan-worshipping statues and elements all over the country, and when anybody does anything to them, they're going to get hit with a hate crime. That's how this goes now. It's like it was a setup from the very beginning. Unbelievable. But, hey, again, if you're a Democrat terrorist and you burn a police building to the ground, no big deal. If you're a Democrat terrorist, you firebomb a police officer or a police vehicle, no big deal. No hate crime there. You just walk around saying, death to police. I hate police. Burn all the police. And then you burn a police station down. But that's not a hate crime. That's justice. That's power to the people, man. I don't know. I mean, look, it's just, you see stories like this and you wonder if it's even possible to save things. That is so outrageous. That is so out of control. You just, you can't even believe it. You can't even believe it. It's kind of like this story that came out earlier this week. And and just B-roll clip one for me, guys. You had an illegal immigrant charged with uh, rape and kidnapping a teen girl in Las Vegas, Yousef Azimi, charged with raping and kidnapping a teen girl in Vegas. So the, the, the father of the girl, this guy walks out of the courtroom under his own volition. He's, he's free to walk out of the courtroom. So the parent walks over and decks him. Now, do you blame the guy? He'll probably spend more time in jail than the rapist and the kidnapper. And the left will race to his defense. But think about how insane this is. There are January 6th defendants who didn't harm anybody who rot in jail. And when they have to show up for court, they have to show up in orange jumpsuits wearing ankle bracelets and handcuffs. They're cuffed at their feet and their hands. But this guy charged with kidnapping and raping, he can just walk freely, walk around, walk out of the courtroom. My goodness. My goodness. All right, we got more on the border situation here. We got more on the border situation. Look at this video. Migrants tucked away in a hidden room under military guard at the Atlanta airport. Now, if you've ever been to the Atlanta airport, you know that it's it's it, it might it actually might be the biggest airport in America. I think it is the biggest airport. It's definitely top three. So it's a huge, massive facility, massive structure. And now a, a hidden room has been discovered where they are staging. It's an illegal immigrant stronghold, and it has massive security. Guys, give me some audio here. Let's see what we get for audio. As the Daily Caller reporter, undercover reporter, is walking around the Atlanta airport, finds a hidden room that is really just an illegal immigrant staging facility now. 
how many more of these are there? You wonder. So they have it all blocked off with security tape and such. So nobody goes back there. You know, the illegal immigrants get a border wall and they get security, but not you. They get police, but not you. That's Democrat Party policy. America last. American citizens last. No rights for you. And then they discover an entire room housing illegal immigrants with security. Military security. You just, you, you can't even believe this. Our country has been completely stolen from us. Our country is under attack from inside. I just, it's so insane at this point. It, it, it's, I mean, it's the fall of a great nation. We are witnessing the fall of a great nation. And, and the truth be told, it might have to fall, folks. It might, the only way to redeem this country... The only way to save this country is for it to just completely fall to the ground and, and for the republic to be restored from ashes, politically speaking. But th this type of stuff, it's so bad in this country. When, when you're charged with a hate crime because Satanists want to erect a statue at the Capitol, when you get entrapped by the FBI and then you go to jail when you'd otherwise be innocent, when illegal immigrants get more rights, more protections, and more freebies than the American people... That's, that's clown world. That's a fallen state. That's a conquered nation. And politically, quite frankly, politically, legally, lawfully, the only way to do this would be so extreme that it would be called extremist and it, it might even be impossible. I mean, you'd have to deport 30 million illegal immigrants and you'd have to really start investigating how you want to apply certain laws like sedition, insurrection, and treason. But this is just crazy at this point. Now, what do you think about... Here, how about this from Dick Durbin saying the quiet part out loud. We told you they wanted to bring him in so that they could join the military. Here's Democrat Dick Durbin admitting it in clip 14. Bill says that if you are an undocumented person in this country and you can pass the physical and the required test background test, the like, you can serve in our military, and if you do it honorably, we will make you citizens of the United States. Do we need that? you know what the recruiting numbers are at the Army and the Navy and the Air Force? They can't reach their quotas each month. They can't find enough people to join our military forces. And there are those who are undocumented who want the chance to serve and risk their lives for this country. Could we give them a the chance? I there think it is. Should. Yeah, we're being replaced, ladies and gentlemen. Our once prosperous free nation is being replaced by a third world tyranny. And the once great Americans that occupied and lived here are being replaced by third world dregs. Both my grandfathers were in World War II. They never talked about what happened in World War II until after they died. We got to dig into their stuff and see it. And, and my mom's dad was only on a few missions. Thank God he already got killed as a fighter pilot in World War II and crash landed and broke a bunch of bones and he was out of the war. But the other one did more missions than he was told to do out of North Africa and then in Italy and the whole thing and then was there for four years in, in Germany when it fell. And he told my dad a little bit about when he died. We got all his documents and all his medals and all his stuff. And man, the letters about, we see the flag. 
We're going into it. Those are the targets. We're going to hit it. You know, Billy, best buddy just died. His plane just blew up. And man, there, there is something about that. Like we're going in, we're not running away from the attacks. We're flying into the attack because we got something to deliver and God said, deliver it. And I'm going to deliver more payloads. The reason I volunteered for more missions is we have slayed the enemy. We have destroyed them. We have wrecked them. God has given me nothing but victory. And the idea now, when I've been given nothing but victory, that I won't continue the missions and I won't continue hammering them, but I can't do it without you. Where are you getting a better bang for the buck? So I tell you now, Nitric Boost became a bestseller because Dr. Judy Mikovic talked about it and what a great product it is. She has nothing to do with it, but it's got all the ingredients she says, one of the best formulas she's seen to clean out your blood and empower your heart and brain and your arteries, young, old, everybody should be on it. And now we even went to a bigger manufacturer and got an even higher quality, stronger version that just came in today on the 18 wheeler. And it is Nitric Boost, InfoWarsStore.com or 888-253-3139. You need nitric boost it's there selling out i wish we'd done a bigger run next level foundational energy methyl folate all the b complex it's available infowarsstore.com or 888 get a signed copy that's a fundraiser in my book the great awakening i need your support i'm thankful and i want to thank all of you that got it and did support but i'm really talking to the 99 percent of you and it's way more than that now that hear this show and never buy a damn thing we're in the fight folks and i'll get in the damn airplane and i'll start the engines and i'll take off and i'll fly over the enemy and I'll drop the truth on their ass all day. But if I don't got bombs getting loaded and jet fuel or, or, or diesel or kerosene getting put in the engines, I can't take the son of a bitch off and I can't go do it. And we've already had all glory to God and at, at, at the level of God, but all support to you for your support, all credit to the audience. We've already, I'll use the analogy. It's like we go to Las Vegas last 29 years on air and we put a quarter in the slot machine, we went a thousand dollars. We go play blackjack and we spend a thousand dollars, we make a hundred thousand. We go to the roulette wheel, we make a million. We've never even lose. I get tortured, I get attacked, I get lied about, I get physically attacked. People come to my house, I don't even get into that, what that's like for my family. But as long as I don't care, and as long as I got courage and trust in God, like Job did, we have for every attack, for every little slap I get is a dagger in the enemy. For every time they thump me in the face, is a fist right in their nose. For every time they break my leg, they get destroyed. One of their whole cities gets vaporized. Using that as an analogy. We are devastating them. This operation is a devastator. The enemy fears it. They hate it. They hate the spirit of it. They know it's real. It's everything they hate. So empower me, energize me, pray for me, buy the products, get off the fence. God's watching. While other networks lie to you about what's happening now, InfoWars tells you the truth about what's happening next. Visit InfoWars.com forward slash show and share the link today. If you are receiving this transmission, you are the resistance.
put this poll up last night. Should members of Congress who pledge loyalty to other countries be expelled from Congress? The overwhelming majority said yes. In fact, 98.7% said yes. In fact, Vivek Ramaswamy said that all members of Congress should be required to disclose whether they are dual citizens of a foreign nation. And he says, yes, absolutely, they should. And the majority of Americans agree with me. Well, I would say that that's probably true. And so, of course, this conversation, this debate starts with the Ilhan Omar situation. And so, and so, yeah, we should be concerned when congressmen pledge their loyalties to other nation states like Ilhan Omar does here in clip 11. It's one of the most important things I do to watch be the guardian of Israel. First and foremost, Barack Obama has been a supporter and a believer oh. in Israel from before he was in oh, the Senate. But, you can look it up and see the record. And you know who got him started in politics? Not in the presidential. That's everyone, as I oh, said, says wait. the right thing. But before that... Hold on. I thought... It was the two leading Jewish families of, of, of Chicago. What? Oh, 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 I'm sorry. I, I thought... Oh, oh, I, I was confused. I, I thought we had Ilhan Omar pledging loyalty to Somalia. That was Chuck Schumer, the... Democrat leadership, the Democrat leader in the Senate pledging loyalty to Israel first and foremost. I I'm sorry. I must have gotten that confused. Where was the outcry of that, though? I, I guess we didn't have that. So I guess that's fine. And, of course, we all know that uh, it's it's Israel that has uh, more influence than Somalia times a billion in our Congress. It's really not even close. And And look, I, I can already hear the justifications and everything in the background and, and people screaming and fine. I, I'm just sitting here raising a debate. We're just sitting here raising a fair debate. And again, if it can't be applied universally, it's not logic, it's propaganda. So yes, if you believe that members of Congress should not be pledging loyalties to other nations and should not have dual citizenship, well then, if that's your logic, then it should be applied universally. Otherwise, it's propaganda. This is a, this, you know, I think what this really is, is it's a long overdue conversation. Whether it's about Israel or, or, or Ilhan Oman and Somalia or Ukraine getting all of our money and all of our weapons. It's just a, it's a long overdue conversation that America has been bled dry and hollowed out by loyalties to either other countries or corporations. Whether it's Big Pharma, Ukraine or anything else. And we have to sit here and watch our way of life disappear, watch our culture disappear, watch our economy disappear, watch our ability to buy a house disappear. And why? Because we're being hollowed out by our government that has loyalties to other nations and corporations. Now, I give credit to both parties involved in this. Code Pink was in the Capitol and going around and talking about what's going on in, in Gaza, it's funny. Again, what did I tell you? It's the same stuff, folks. Most of these pro-Palestinian protests, it's the same Black Lives Matter, Antifa, Code Pink, it, the Women's March. It's all the same people. It's just leftist-funded or, and organized groups for all these different things. But so it's Code Pink. They wear the, uh, the vagina hats. 
they love abortion, but they, they are going around to congressmen and talking about the genocide happening in Gaza. And so Brian Mast, who's a veteran, is very pro-Israel, and I give him both credit. I give Code Pink credit for having the debate, and I give Brian Mast credit for having the debate. So, so first, let's go to the video from Code Pink member Medea Benjamin here. First, we'll go to this angle of it, of them talking to Brian Mast. And, uh, I mean, again, folks, they don't even hide it. I mean, I, I prefer honesty. So when Mast comes out and says, yeah, you know, kill them all, I, I prefer honesty. So, yeah, okay, if Israel comes out and says, yes, we're going to wipe out the Gaza Strip, we're going to rid this land of its people, we're going to take it over, build a pipeline, build a canal, and build beachfront tourist property. That's what we're going to do. I'd, have, I'd say, okay, yep, all right, that's what you're doing? Okay, none of my business then. But see, they act like, oh, I, I'm the victim, and that's not what's going on. It is what's going on. And you played the victim so you could get the justification. I'm not going to be lied to and deceived. But so here's Brian Mast going at it with uh, the, the pink hat, uh, code pink people about uh, Gaza. First, let's go to clip 10. You're heartless. heartless. You are heartless. You Do you realize how heartless you are? Be These are the, hold on. Pause it. Pause it. Pause it. I'm sorry. <laughs> I am sorry. I can't help myself here. <laughs> Look. Um, the irony here is, uh, I mean, it brings, it's, it's rich. It's rich. These are the people that love abortion. Okay, so I, I look, I, I'm actually, I'm, I mean, really, I'm kind of on the side of them here. I, I don't like what's, I don't like the genocide going on in the Gaza Strip. I don't like Israel standing down so they can justify uh, doing what they're doing in Gaza and then lying about it. I, I, I'm against that. But, but please, please spare us the lectures about being heartless. You guys love abortion. Okay, so thirty thousand. Plus Palestinians dead, that, that's a problem. 30,000 Palestinians, it's about 10,000 a month. That's a problem. I'm against that for sure because I, I like peace. I like life. I actually enjoy peace. I enjoy life, and I have consistent logic. But they're going to come out here and say, you're heartless. You guys love abortion. Your group is literally pro-abortion. Your group is literally pro-death, pro-innocent babies dying. That's literally your group, and you're going to talk to people about being heartless? My God, you've lost the argument already, but go ahead. It's just not a solution. Oh, it's a great solution. You haven't seen the pictures of all the babies being killed? These are not innocent Palestinian the civilians across the world. When you're looking at the half a million people starving to death, are people that should go out there and put a government in place that doesn't go out there and attack Israel on a daily Infrastructure in Gaza than they did in Dresden. So that is like government bombing. They, they destroyed more of Gaza than what happened in Dresden. Did you not hear? There's more that needs to be destroyed. And there will be more that gets destroyed. We want, want to see them starving to death. That's, that's kind of the, the big drop moment right there. Yeah, it needs to be destroyed and more will get destroyed. So that's fine. Hey, at least he's honest. I would respect Israel more if they were honest, like Brian Mast would be. Now, Brian Mast posted another video about this, and uh, he made a, made a comment. Anti-Israel protesters can yell liar all they want, but the truth is the U.S.-funded UNRWA enabled the deadliest attack on Jewish people since the Holocaust. And uh, are you going to mention the IDF standing down, Representative Mast? Uh, I noticed you m missed that 
detail. I am proud to announce a bill to disband the Hamas-tied UN agency and transfer all responsibility to at refugees. So, look, I, I, I say, I, I actually, I applaud both sides of this. Brian Mast sat right there, engaged in the conversation, engaged in the debate, and honestly said how he feels. I respect that. Even if I disagree with it, I respect it. And even the code pink people that are standing there with their with their pussy hats and the blood on their hands because they're anti-genocide, who are actually pro-genocide, that's just a whole nother story. But hey, they engage in a debate and they brought their side. We need more of that. And so I applaud the whole exchange. I actually applaud that entire exchange right there. But again, major details get dismissed on the the masked side of it, which is the IDF stood down and there's clearly an agenda here, which was to take over Gaza. And and should should masks Loyalty to the United States being questioned? Is he more loyal to the United States or to Israel? But 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 to have to have pro-abortion leftists being anti-genocide, <laughs> I, mean, I just I don't even know what to think about that. I that is uh that is only that that's the only thing you can only find that type of stuff on your 2024 clown world bingo card, folks. That's 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 2024 clown world bingo card stuff right there. Pro-abortion leftists are anti-genocide in Gaza. Okay. All right. So kill them in the womb, and that's fine. The innocent child, uh, but uh, the the people in Gaza, you care about them on the other side of the planet. Amazing stuff. All right. We'll be back tomorrow. 21 hour break. You stay classy, Info Warriors. Ladies and gentlemen, we're in a war against the globalist, and people can't identify who's a patron and who isn't. We want to identify as pro-human and anti-globalist. We want to let people know we're 1776 Part 2. That's why I designed this amazing 1776 red, white, and blue Gadsden flag shirt so you can support the info war and meet like-minded people everywhere when you wear it. When you wear these shirts, it creates an amazing amount of energy, and it's quite the adventure. So get your 1776 shirt right now at InfoWarsStore.com and get your Team Humanity InfoWars limited edition shirt right now at InfoWarsStore.com. Ladies and gentlemen, this is antithetical, the complete opposite of what the globalists are pushing. So get both the Team Humanity and the 1776 Gadsden Snake shirts limited edition at InfoWarsStore.com right now. Spread the word, meet like-minded people, and fund the 1776 revolution worldwide. It doesn't matter if you're a man or a woman, old or young. Nitric Boost does incredible things for your entire cardiovascular system, your immune system, your blood, everything. And we finally got a huge shipment of Nitric Boost in stock, ready to ship to you right now. Folks, there's a giant list of things it does. Go to InfoWarsStore.com and read about it. But vasodilation, opening up your arteries and your veins, that is so good, and it does such amazing things in every single department. So this product is incredible, and I almost forgot, it's 40% off. So get your Nitric Boost now for 40% off while it's still in stock and discounted at InfoWarsStore.com. 
you owe yourself a favor. Go research Nitric Boost and then get it. It funds the InfoWar, does incredible things for your body. Nitric Boost, 40% off InfoWar store.